Hey guys, we're so excited to announce that the Roommates Warehouse sale is next week, April 15th. Yes, April 15th, guys. One week away. And where are we located at, CG? 1399 Midway Road, Smithville, Tennessee. Yes, guys. And uh, go to our Instagram page to get more information on it, roommates. All of the details. um, Our Instagram page is Roommates Home Decor. We're on Facebook, Roommates Home Decor. And we have a website. You're never going to guess it, roommateshomedecor.com. So you can get all the details there, the times, the locations. And we can't wait to see you next week at our first live show. Hello, I'm Natalie Stout. And I'm CG England. Welcome to the Roommates Podcast, where we talk about being local business owners, small town life, and saying yes to new adventures. All right, guys, welcome back to the Roommates Podcast. This is episode 13. I'm really excited about this. This is the You Ask It and We Tell It. Um, So when we first introduced our podcast and kind of put everything out there, Natalie and I both started getting messages like, can you meet us for coffee? Can you meet us for lunch? Um, I got a couple of emails. And finally, after like the sixth or seventh one, Natalie was like, let's do a podcast where people ask us questions and we answer them. Yes. And I I mean, you know, again, we kept getting overflowed with people asking and I was like, you know, let's just put it out there and let, and too, for the people who haven't thought to ask us questions or thought that we might not answer them or know, like here, here's your opportunity. So we yeah. put it out there on social media this past week for people to give us some ideas. And, and um, no question is a dumb question. Ever. Because you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Exactly. So, so let's get right into it. Um, you want to go first, Nat, or do you want me to start? Um, you go ahead and start. Okay. Okay. So the first question that I got was, how did you get your business license, and do you recommend an LLC or a sole proprietorship? So my answer to that is you get your business license in the city and county where you plan to operate out of, and you can also have your accountant do this for you, which is always my number one thing to do when you're going to open a business is hire an accountant. Um, Agreed. I think you should let a professional set you up correctly. Yes. And then they'll know how to file your taxes as well because you're going to have taxes. Yes. And when you um, go to an accountant, make sure that it's someone that you feel comfortable with and you can talk to. They will help you get your business license set up. They will recommend to you an LLC versus a sole proprietorship. They will tell you, you know, they'll ask you questions and based on your answers, they'll say, okay, this is what you need to do. And they will handle it. So for my boutique, I'm a sole proprietor because I'm a one woman show. For the Bean, we're a nonprofit, Mm -hmm. 501c3. And for roommates, because Natalie and I are 50-50 partners, we're an LLC. Yeah. So we've kind of got some experience with all three. What is the Realty Firm? The Realty Firm, we are a S-Corp, poor corporation. We, we're a partnership, though, mm-hmm. and um, with Kim and I. And that's the way, or that's the way we started. And um, we actually changed a couple of different times over the years okay. as far as like what we were and started as, because it was either, it, it was advice of our accountant. Mm-hmm. And two, some of it depends on... Again, goes back. To, well, it goes back to your taxes as well, yeah. like what it, you know, and what administration is in the office, and yeah. how that affects you know the ta- your tax mm-hmm. part. So and that if was you, hire you know, an they will know exactly. All that. And you know, but Kim and I started out with a partnership, and 
um, we do have a partnership agreement. Um, I hate to say it, we haven't done one of those. But again, say you may have known each other for 20 years. We're like family. Mm-hmm. Kim and I didn't know each other. We went into business together knowing of each other, not mm-hmm. really knowing each other. And again, throwing a fleece kind of out there, which ended up amazing. But so we we sat down and did a partnership agreement. Um, and I do advise that and that you can go to an attorney. Um, Tessa Lawson did we our... We probably need to do that. Yeah. We probably need to yeah. call Tessa. She's a friend of ours. Yeah. Call Tessa. Yeah. She, Tessa would look great. <laughs> um, no, but get a, get a partnership agreement. So yes. I do, I, if you have a partner. Yes. And let me tell you something. I have been in two previous partnerships in business that ended very badly. And mm-hmm. hindsight being 2020, I should have done a partnership agreement in the beginning. Um, and I'm actually going to roll that into a, a question that we were asked, um, number two. Yeah. We met with someone and she was telling us about this investor. This investor, this investor, they're going to do this, they're going to do that, they're going to do that. And I was literally biting my tongue and like wringing my hands under the table because I've been burned before with yeah. an investor. Yeah. And so before you agree to do anything with an investor, you need to find out, like, are they going to put their money where their mouth is? That investor needs to show you proof of what we call in real estate, proof of funds, yes. pre-approval. Like, yes. that investor needs to show you that that they have the money. They they need to. And that is something where you need to meet with an attorney. Yes. And you and that investor and the attorney, the attorney can be the, the mediator and the person that says, you know, oh, okay, great. You want to be the investor? So let me see your... A, B, C, and D. Because you do need to know their financials. You also, just because they have, and too, just because they may have the liquid cash or access to it, doesn't mean things can't change for them either. Like, you don't know what their debt is. You don't know, and too, what happens if they go through, like, something life-changing? What happens with their health? What happens if they go through a divorce? Right. Also, what I very highly recommend someone to do in a business, if you do have a partner, is get insurance on that partner. Um, And that's, you know, Kim and me did that too, you know, like in case something was to happen to me. And especially the first couple of years, it was like, all right, something happens to Natalie, like I need to be able to run this business for however long until, you know, make. and again, once you sat down with your accountant, your financial advisor, your insurance Mm -hmm. agent, they're going to tell you, what your best scenario is. So do that. That is that is huge so that you know that you're covered in the event. But as far as an investor goes, um, you know, if you've ever seen that show Inventing Anna um, <laughs> on Netflix, totally happened to CG. I mean, when I tell you totally <laughs> happened to CG, I was like, when she told me about it, I was like, holy crap, have holy you seen crap. that Netflix episode? That, that person is not from Cookville. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so don't, don't start, coming, like, wondering. Don't at me. Yeah, don't at me. Out. She is not going to spill the beans. <laughs> and, I mean, I really don't even know the person's name. I'll be, um, yeah. be praying for that person. Yeah, we're just praying for her. But, again, like, people say, like, they have, but you got to see yeah. it. And, 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 two, you need an, uh, somebody to go, okay, yeah, what they're telling you is correct. Yes. yes. And listen, if that person, if that investor is serious and they have it and they really want to be um, a, part know, of a part of it, then they're going to have no problem. Rolling if out. If they start moonwalking around these questions, 
Bye. Bye. Yes. And if you listen, I learned all this the hard way. Proceed. She handled it well. I really didn't even know about it until it was all of a sudden done. <laughs> she grabbed my shoulders and looked at me and was like, how did I not tell you about this? I'm like, I have no clue, but this is crazy. Oh, that was when I... Lots of therapy. Yeah. I'm yeah, just kidding. No. no. She got through it great. But again, yeah. from experience, like don't, yes. don't just assume don't somebody. Assume. And especially too, like even if you think... Yeah. You know, from the outside, like, oh, they do well. Yeah. They do. I have a lot of people say things like, and first of all, let's go back to me. Sometimes people think that, like, I'm over here like Bill Gates in it. And I'm like, <laughs> guys, um, I'm Natalie. I'm, you know, I'm I'm a, you know, single on my own, like, as far as income goes. Like, a lot of my majority of my money goes to taxes. And then yeah. the other part goes to running my business. And then, like, you just don't know somebody's. Like, know. it's just kind of funny because... People think they see stuff from afar yes. and think, oh, they do so well. And then it's like, and, it, and it's even like, you know, I see this a lot in real estate with people. It's like, oh, wow, they look, they, they do well. They own like eight apartment complexes and this and that. And I'm yeah, like, but are they paid for? I'm like, well, they owe for every they one of those apartments. Yeah. Now, granted, in 20 years, they might yeah. be set up real nice. But yeah. right now, they're getting it up and going. So, yeah. again. And uh, what is it that Clark says? Big risk, high reward. Scared uh, money don't make scared money. Scared money don't make money. That's Cole Clark Icock's favorite saying. You have to take some risk, but, you know, reeling it in. Like, if someone comes to you and says they believe in you, they want to be an investor, they love what you're doing, blah, 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 uh, go to the attorney and check them out. Make sure they can back yeah. up what they say. Yeah. For sure. So, okay. And then. Question number three. Do you want to do yours? Do you want me, you want me to keep going? You keep going. Okay. So, um, a question that I got was, what are your experiences with ordering overseas versus um, ordering in the U.S.? I know the margins will be larger, but I'm going to need a good, oh, that doesn't matter. They're going to need a good material for what they're making. So, what I said, and this is my answer because this is my experience. So, I don't know every business, you know, every answer, but I only order from wholesalers here in the U.S. because I have no experience buying overseas. I only buy things that I can see, touch, and feel in person. And if you know exactly what you're looking for, then I would ask, um, I would like Google overseas manufacturers for plastic or whatever material you're looking for. Right. Um, but my personal experience is I only, I, I'm very tangible with CGs, with the bean, with roommates. I'm only ordering and buying things that I can see, touch, and feel. And again, that's what's made you successful because before you, I have literally came in and put on a shirt and I'm like, CG, this is like terrible. And she's like, and this was like back. During like, COVID. Yeah. Like, and you were like, listen, I knew better than to order that because I didn't put my hands on it. Yeah. Like it is what it is. Never or, again. You know, because you've got to put, and that's what you've done with roommates. Yeah. You went and you, you put your hands on things. Yeah. And, and you, I met with like, who is my rep? Where is this made? Yes. What are your lead times? And what are your ship times? That's one of the things I'm excited about with roommates, like about the, is it Porchview that's oh, Memphis? Porch home, Memphis, yeah. Yeah, Porchview home. Like uh, we have a company that we're carrying that isn't made, everything's made in Memphis, Tennessee. That's pretty cool. That's so cool. I, told, yeah. I, I got excited about that because yeah. I'm all about like how cool is it to like support like. Yeah. You know, local Tennessee people, yeah. you know, that are... And a lot of this stuff is made in North Carolina. Um, some of it is made in California. I can't remember. I think Classic yeah. Home is made in California. But you need to know, no matter if you're selling uh, cups or earrings or furniture, whatever you're selling, you need to have a relationship with that manufacturer, mm -hmm. with that company, with that sales rep. Mm -hmm. And I told this young man who was um, emailing me this question, if you know exactly what you're looking for, 
and you find an overseas manufacturer online, ask them to send you a sample. Everybody will send you a sample. So if whatever you're looking for, if you found it in, you know, overseas for a lot cheaper, then say, hey, could you send me a sample of this? Put your hands on it and then say, okay, this is exactly what I want. Then place your order. But don't order anything that you haven't tangibly like had in your hand is my best advice. Yeah. Um, Another question that I had was, what are your sales online versus in-house and how do you market that? So CG's Boutique does have a website, but CG doesn't use it. CG has just stepped into the 21st century with her... Scan little thing. barcodes, barcodes on kicking her. and screaming into the twenty first century. Yeah, but and it has made my life a lot easier. It, it has, and, and and it's a change, and it's a step. But yes, but I think you. This may be a question that you can answer better. Like you sell houses online, sight unseen, cash offers. Who are these lunatics? Well, the lunat- Some of the lunatics are uh, purchasing my house right now. They're, they uh, currently they're not lunatics. I heard you were very nice people. Yeah, we were just talking. About we were you. just kidding. No, they're absolutely wonderful, and it's totally a god thing. And but they saw my house online, and they, also they trusted their realtor who they had hired, yep. who said this is the perfect house for them. Like I know it's the perfect house for them. So they got here, you know. And the good thing is, is now with real estate. You know, the videos, the walkthroughs, the, you know, yes. all of that. It's like, this is what it is. And if you have a trusted advisor in yeah. real estate, you can say, okay, she knows quality. She knows that this is a quality yes. house. And their agent was absolutely wonderful and she's been great. And she's who's also helped make the process so easy. Is she in Florida? No, she is actually in Waverly, Tennessee. Rando. Rando. And Rando that she knows Shara and Clark. You know, it was definitely, like I said, total God thing. Yeah. (laughs) But she's in Waverly, Tennessee, and she had sold them. You know, if you're licensed in the state of Tennessee with real estate, you can sell real estate anywhere. And so a lot of times, too, people move to the area, they look in a certain radius. So did she come here and put her eyes on it for them? No, but I had a really good YouTube video. Let's go watch the whole YouTube YouTube thing. I had a really good video done by Brian Life Photography, and I gave the tour. And she saw it. Um, she also, again, she had a connection and she mm-hmm. knew, like, if Clark and Shara, who are good people, like, knew me and trusted me that what yes. I was saying. And you can just see the quality. And it's a newer, con- it's a new yeah. construction house. I so, mean, I mean, yeah. and, and, and like Google Street Maps. Well, yeah, like, I, you could see the whole, stuff. like, you could see the whole property view from, and again, Brian Live Photography, where he, he came up and did, like, you could see the proper the perimeters, property uh, the property whatever. lines yeah. and the perimeter, and like he, he did a like shot like at night during the day, like the see, whole video, and I did awesome. a walkthrough and just really close ups of the details that mm-hmm. make a house. But you know they got here and they were like, and and she cried, you in know, tears. in tears because she was like, this house is exactly what it was made to be like, yeah. and you know, and and again, like you know, marketing a property. We have so many tools now, and again, it's not cheap. It's not cheap to do that, yeah. but it, it's important to hire somebody, you know. So that that's how. So that answers that question. Yeah. Like how do you market it online? You market it online to you know, and <clears throat> and you have all like I said, you pay that extra money for the videos. You yeah. pay that extra money, and as sellers out there who you know think that you know we realtors put a sign up and you know that it's 1988 again, and we just put a sign up and we'll call you on our rotary phone and mm-hmm. let you know when you have an offer. That's not the way it goes. Yeah. Like there's a lot of time, money and marketing that goes into selling a home and doing that, hiring a professional like that gets you top dollar. Mm-hmm. So I'll go off my real estate right now. Go off That's my commercial good. now. And you know, even though I don't use my website to necessarily sell, I would say my social media where we do our try-ons, where I'm like showing you a close-up, where I'm telling you the fabric content. I really like 
when you do those. Like yeah. we sell that way. Yeah. So that's technically, I guess, yeah. online. So yeah. you just have to be very, very, very detail oriented to make a sale online. Yeah. And I honestly like that has to be hard for like a, uh, you know, I know there's boutiques and I know there's people that do that. The whole online sales, that has to be hard. It's another full-time job. Yeah. You almost and have to have somebody to do you that. You have to hire someone. And I have not taken that leap to just hire someone to run my online store because it, the way that I buy I would have to buy double the inventory because I buy so limited selection, yeah. six of everything. Yeah. So if I'm going to have six in store, then I'm going to have to buy a whole nother inventory online because these are going to sell in two days. Right. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so I'm just not ready to take on that beast. And listen, I may never, I may never do an online store and uh-huh. that's okay too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, find what works for you and roll yeah. with it. Yeah. All right. So um, let's see, moving on. Okay, I want you to help me answer this one, Nat. So we got a question that says, how do I grow my business but not compete with other like businesses in town? Oh, very, very good question. I really feel like, well, let's just go to roommates, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're opening roommates and in people, Smithville, in Tennessee. Smithville, Tennessee, and we're a warehouse sale and we're four hours once a month. So again, we're not open to the public ever, but you know, how and it's like, how are you not competing with DT McCall's? How are you not competing with Susan Ivy Design? How are you not competing with Tatum Hill Interiors? You mm-hmm. know, I mean, and well, here's the answer: We're not a designer. Yes, a we're not a designer. We're we, not a fully staffed furniture store. Yeah, and we're not just ordering things for you. Like you know, we're not making special orders, right? And again, we're not designers, so we're not com- I'm, we're not competing with designers. Mm-mm. We're not competing with storefronts. Mm-mm. We are offering something that is to someone who does have a vision, who probably is not going to hire a designer to come in. They're not going to hire an interior decorator. Right. That's exactly um, right. And, yeah. You know, and then you can find ways to collaborate with those people. Like, you know, you can find ways that, we hey. We hope that they will shop with us. Yes. We hope that maybe Susan Ivy has a project going on and she's like, oh my gosh, I need this ottoman. I'm going to run down to roommates this weekend yeah. and see if they've got it. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, like, and you can't get things like off the cuff. Like you were saying that, you know, beds are hard to get. Yeah. Um, and then somebody else was telling me who's shopping for their house they're building right now. They said, one thing you and ZG buy is bar stools. They're like, they are so hard to find. Okay. So, and I, that was something I had no clue. I was like, bar stools? And this is somebody who's very educated mm-hmm. in furniture. She's bought and sold lots of it. She goes to market to buy her own. She's had mm-hmm. businesses. And she said, you can't find bar stools. Okay. So yeah. she, I was like, okay, you know, note to self. Yeah. But I do think that, you know, you can always. You it's can just, collaborate, well, right? And it's, yeah. And it's also like with real estate and flipping houses, you know, I have people that are like, well, like an investor, like, well, why would I use you as my realtor if you flip houses? Aren't you going to buy it if it's a good deal? No. Not all of them. No. I, first of all, <laughs> I, I can't buy them all. And B, like, I, I do, I've bought where I've really flipped property the most at is in Smithville. And it's been because we have a contractor there that does all the work there. And he mm. wants to only work there and we trust him and he's good. And Gosh. again, we stay in our lane, he stays in his. Yes. And so, and and again, that's also been something that Clark's done. It's a partnership that we have. And so I've stayed in my lane and yeah. he knows Smithville and, you know, we've studied the market, but but I'm not competing. You know, right. I, I'm not flipping a house in Monterey. You right. Know? So if I come, or really in Putnam County, like if I, or Overton, like, I, so 
I come across deals all the time. I'm going to call an investor. So I'm not Mm -hmm. competing with that investor and I want them to know that. But I think if you like are going to go into business and say you do a lot of like say lighting, for example, I'm looking at these beautiful lights that are behind us now, like say, you know, you sell like you you sell lighting Mm -hmm. and you are normally buy your lights from, you know, this wholesale place, but, you know, you're also about to start carrying rugs that the same wholesale place carries and they don't, they offer it to the public. They don't, you know, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, I guess I'm kind of going around it. Like say they only wholesale to like, they don't wholesale everything to the public, mm-hmm. you know, and they bring their rugs in and, you know, you're going to sell them, but they also sell rugs to the public. It's like, okay, how can we collaborate here to where right. I don't carry your type of rugs right. and I don't carry, you know, or, you know, I'll, you know, I'm going to create my own rug. Say mm-hmm. that that's even it. You know, I'm going to yeah. make my own rug and I'm going to sell a few different. Well, how about I sell you my rug for a cheaper price? And then we It's all win. about, <clears throat> and then too, there's just sometimes it's going to come along that you can't meet in the middle. Yeah. And you got to do what's best for you. Well, in my, and again, I'm speaking of what I know, in my business, I do what's called a zip code check. Mm-hmm. So when I go to market and I find a new line that I love for CGs, the first thing I do is I do a zip code check and I make sure that no one else in 38501 has it. Um, and if they do, then I don't order it. And some lines, um, one in particular sticks out in my head. I did a, a zip code check and Ready, Set, Grow popped up. Mm-hmm. Well, this particular line did mommy and me clothing. Mm-hmm. So she did the littles. And yeah. I, I called her for market. This was years ago. And I said, hey, would you be okay if I carry Paisley Vine adult? Because you mm-hmm. carry the children. She was like, absolutely. Let's, you know, let's collaborate on that. If I sell a little, I'll tell them to come to you and get the mom outfit. Huh. So there's ways that you can collaborate with people and not compete. Um, I just did a talk at the Putnam County Library, which was amazing, a couple of nights ago. And it was Meg's Bread, myself, Glass Tangerine, Jamie's um, Eats and Sweets, Genesis House and um, Kona Ice. Mm -hmm. And so we were all women entrepreneur, women business owners. And someone in the crowd asked, you know, like, Jamie is a bakery and so is Meg's, right? And Mm -hmm. they're right in the same, they're on the west side here in Cookville. Mm -hmm. Well, Jamie spoke up and she said, but I don't do croissants and I don't do this. And Meg was like, and I don't do this. And so just because they are a bakery in the same town, pretty much in the same neighborhood, Mm You go to this bakery for that, and then you go to this one for that, and then you go down to P. Dilly's for a cupcake, right? Right. So everybody, like, find your, find what you're good at. Find your bread and butter. Like, Mm -hmm. find what you know about, what you're passionate about, and do that, and differentiate yourself to where you are different, where you're not just, you know, opening up a business just like one that's already in town. Right. Nobody wants to see that, especially the consumers. And Emma from Glass Tangerine, um, she has so many people, she said, ask, are you going to do outdoor plants? She was like, no. Have you heard of Chuck Johnson's? Like, <laughs> just drive on down to Chuck Johnson's, which is Natalie's uncle. Yeah, Uncle Chuck. Um, and he has figured out that side of plants. Absolutely. So Emma knows that she's going to specialize in indoor plants. And if you want outdoor plants, somebody's already doing it. Exactly. So why would she try to tap into that when somebody's already doing it? And doing it good. And doing it well. Yeah. And like for how many years? Oh, goodness. I don't even know. Oh, more than that because like his dad had it too. So, So, yeah. yeah, Like find what you want to do and listen, 
I remember when I first opened CG's, I went and I gave a handwritten letter to all the other boutique owners in town. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them aren't open anymore, but mm-hmm. I went to them and I said, hey, I'm CG. I was Morrison at that time. I'm CG Morrison. I just moved back from Atlanta. I worked in the wholesale industry. I'm opening a clothing a clothing store. I'm not going to carry any of the lines that you carry. I want to be completely different. Like, let's get to know each other. Let's help each other out. So you get more flies with honey. Is that what that? Exactly. Exactly. Don't throw shade. Don't throw shade. Meet your, in parentheses and quotations, competitors. Competitors. Yeah. Like, I think about Poppies. Um, I love Sarah that owns Poppies. And we're totally different. She's a more young demographic. And if I get, you know, somebody, a little college girl looking for something, I'm like, try Poppies. Yeah. Because exactly. that's just, you know. More of a demographic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, get that. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the questions that I had um, that came through was, how do you guys plan to have time for all of this? Like, you know, just straight up, like, yeah. CG. And it really was more geared towards CG. Like, how is CG? Because, you know, it's like you've got multiple, multiple businesses, of course. And you I'm know. a dog mom now. <sighs> Yeah, here we go talking about styles. This is the first time I've ever talked about oh it. Gosh, I feel like it's not maybe the first time on air. Um, if you don't know about CG's dog. He's on Instagram too. Yeah, he's got his own Instagram handle. Styles um, the Cavaboo. Styles the Cavaboo. Um, but anyways, no, but yeah. people have asked, you know, like, how are you guys going to do, do it all? Yeah. And it's like, well, number one. It's one day a month. Number one. <laughs> and it is, and A, this is something CG's enjoyed and she wanted to do. And she's finding enjoyment through it. And I am too. And it's been a fun thing. And again, it'll be growing pains. There'll be times that it's tough. But. And we have a lot of help. We have a lot of help, guys. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, it's, you know, Clark has been very Clark instrumental. Clark taking all of our deliveries. Yeah. Because he's in Smithville. Yeah. I can't run down to Smithville every time. And no. neither can you. No. And he, so he's got it right there at yep. his, you know, like the shop isn't far from where he lives or his business. Mm-hmm. And so he runs over there and gets the shipments. Yep. And then, you know, on top of that, like Michael's been helping with the social media. Yep. And then we've Brandis, got Brandis. Uh, Rakes has oh. done our website Brandis and a lot Rakes. of our marketing. Uh, shout out Brandis Rakes. Yeah. She was right there for us when we needed somebody yes. and couldn't, yeah. So we've got yeah. people that are helping us. And then, too, like my sister, my nephews, like everybody wants to help. We've had so many like, people reach out. For on sale we, days. Yeah, on sale yeah. days. You mm-hmm. know, like, and again, we're going to have growing pains. We know that. But how we have time for it is it is just. One day a month. It's one day a month. And, and we're outsourcing what we can outsource, like we've said in previous uh, yeah. episodes. And I have great help at my store right now. I've got a great group of girls, so they're kind of handling the boutique. The exceptional being, I'm pretty much... Hands off almost. Yeah. Like, other I mean, than board I'm the founder stuff. and I'm the board president. And I've got to go to meetings and, and take care of some like behind-the-scenes stuff. But day-to-day, Michael has the bean on autopilot. Yeah. Like... I guess I have it on autopilot. Michael's there every day handling everything. We've got a great staff there. Um, So I'm not in the day-to-day operations of the Exceptional Bean. Um, And I've got great help at my store. You've got great help at the realty firm. Exactly, yeah. Clark's taking our deliveries. Yeah. And again, it's one day a month. And it's team effort, guys. You know, I mean, and it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. Mm -mm. Like, nothing is that really is going to pay off. So we understand that, you know, right now what we're doing is, you know, learning yeah we're learning as we go so that that was a question that I had that um yeah that's how we're doing it all yeah so do you have another one or you need to do this one could do that one okay so this um young lady was asking more about the nonprofit aspect how do I start a nonprofit 
Um, I know that I need a board of directors. Can you sit on your own board? Um, did you have investors? Did you raise funds? Did you have grants? All of this, these things. So, good Lord, starting a nonprofit's the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, I can attest to being around it you. It was the most stressful. There's not just like a, how do I open a nonprofit handbook? Maybe mm-hmm. when I have time, I will write that. Oh, okay. I'll um, be your next. So the first thing that I wish I would have done, hindsight being 2020, is go straight to a nonprofit accountant. You need to find a nonprofit accountant and a nonprofit attorney. Not a lot of people specialize in that because there's not a lot of money in that, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just be honest. Mm -hmm. And that's what people told me. Like other accountants and attorneys were like, yeah, there's not a lot of money in that. So I had to go to Chattanooga to find one. Um, and then I, I luckily found a nonprofit attorney here in town, Jennifer Phipps. Shout out. Oh, cool. So she helped me a lot. Um, Samantha Garrett, who worked there, helped me a lot. And Ashley helped me a lot. So that's number one. And if I would have known that, I would have saved myself a lot of stress. So find a nonprofit attorney, find a nonprofit accountant. They will help you set up your 501c3. Um, you do have to have a board of directors. You have to have at least five in the state of Tennessee. I advise you to find an attorney, a banker, someone that specializes in your nonprofit genre, whatever you're doing, like a coffee yeah. person or a special needs person in my case. Um, you do need to go ahead and have like a rough draft of a mission statement and a vision statement. Mm-hmm. And you will have to do a business plan for a nonprofit um, and who helped you with the business plan? I just kind of did it. You did it? Yeah. Okay. And let me tell you something about business plans. And this is unpopular opinion. I think they're a joke. Well, yeah, because it never goes as planned. Never. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know what my first year projected sales are. I'm not open. I know, right? <laughs> let me just make a $2 billion. Yeah, okay. that sounds great. <laughs> but I will say, and, and when I was on that panel the other night, one out of those six women on the panel had done a business plan, only one. And you have to do a business plan if you're going to get a loan from a bank. You have, you have that to. Is, that is yes. a box that you have to check to get a loan. So if you um, can start your business on your own without getting a loan, you don't need a business plan. No, you need a business plan in your head. Like, what yes. are my goals? Who is my target customer? You know, look up a template of a business plan. But as far as those fill in the blanks with the numbers, you don't freaking you don't know. know. Yeah, and that's just... But, but it's just a formality, a formality. that the bank needs yes. to check a box. Um, I know nothing about grants. As for the nonprofit world, we did everything fundraising here locally in our town. So we did not receive any uh, federal funding, any grants at all. If you know someone that is a grant writer or that can help you with grants, go after it. However, when you take grant money, you have to use it how they want you to use it. Yeah, and you gotta. They could take it back, or yes. they could quit. They could yes. quit sending it. Yeah. So that makes me nervous, yeah. and I don't want to do. I don't want to do what people tell me to do. And it's hard to find grant writers, and they're expensive when they're you find a good expensive. one. Yeah, um, I know this because Clark and Cheryl with CNS Farms. You know they're young agricultural you know they sell um individually and full size and half size beefs pork lamb all of that and they um have very much looked because there's so much grant money out there There's so much and listen get after it get at but they've literally ran into time like some of like grant writers are it's like 25 grand yeah and it's like for them and their small business that was just like not not an option 
hand to the Bible, I'm not exaggerating right now, someone who works for the, I think it's the Tennessee Disabilities Coalition, don't quote me on that, sent me an email and they were like, hey, you meet the criteria for this grant, you should apply for it. They sent me, I swear, hand to God, 42 pages of instructions on how to apply for a grant. Oh, wow. Like you had time to sit down and go over that. Sir, 42 pages? Then what comes after that? Right. Then you got to think what this comes after that. This is just how to apply. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and in a perfect world where I'm a stay-at-home dog mom, I would go over those 42 pages and maybe full send. And I sent it to someone on my board who works for the state of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, I, this, is, this is, might as well be in French. I right. don't even know what this is saying, and it's 42 pages of it. Can you help me with it? And he was like, oh, my gosh. And he works in this industry. Yeah. And he was like, I will take a look at it, but this may not even be worth it. For all the hoops we have to jump through, it yeah. may not even be worth it. See, yeah, that and, was kind of Clark and Shara. But yeah. at one point, though, theirs was like... Two hundred fifty thousand, maybe I could have got, which is huge for their small business. But oh my gosh. you know, and especially in like they almost considered it for a minute about the twenty five thousand to hire the grant writer because if you could, but then it's a if if we even get it if you even get it yeah. and the time, there's, how long it takes. Yeah, there's to get no it. such there's, thing as free money. Amen. There's amen. no such thing as free money. However, yeah. if you have someone in your life that is a grant guru, that is a grant writer, that has experience with this. 100% look into it, yeah. but it just didn't fit. And sometimes, too, if you apply for this grant, it takes years to get it. Yeah. I didn't have years to wait on grant money to come no. through for the bean. So I put a call out to the outstanding citizens of the Upper Cumberland, and y'all came through and made it happen. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I did not take grant money for yeah. the bean. Yeah. Well, and I think, um, yeah, I think we can go on to the next question now. Yes. And I think this is a good, really good question. And, um, I had somebody ask me this. Are, are you afraid this is going to ruin your friendship going Ooh. into business together? And I said, you know, I probably wouldn't advise it for anybody except for the fact that I know CG so well and she knows me so well that it's going to work. Because I just know I, I'm not going to get mad at certain things. I'm not going to, like, and she's not going to get mad at me for certain things because we know each other off the top of our heads. Like, what the downfall will be. The downfall yeah. will be CG will be telling me something I really need to know and I won't be paying attention because, I, <laughs> you know, my ADD's kicked in and I'm like, okay, like, and then the other downfall will be that, you know, CG is going to take her time and rest and relax and get her <laughs> mental state back in order. So if I need something done the day after the sale and she's got to be down there, but she is on the couch and like can't move, like, I just know that's going to happen. Like, yes. I'm not going to be mad that she's not there, yes. you know, because, but, but again, it comes into the whole weighing the, the pros and the cons yes. and, you you know, when we sat down to think about this and talk about doing it, what, you know, what our lanes were. Yes. And then it's like, again, we've ran our worst case scenario and it's yes. like, okay, well, you know, if you are the investor in the money, like, how are you not going to be? And I'm like, because we have a worst case scenario and because I'm realistic. And at the end of the day, like I said, worst case scenario, worst. what's left. I mean, we, we sell it, you know, some other form and get um, rid of it. That's uh, it. You know, I mean, that's, again, we've, we've gone through the worst case scenarios. We've gone through everything. So there's no, I I don't know. I mean, I guess, no, I I wasn't worried about it because if I would have thought for one second, and I know CG would agree with me on this, that it could possibly ruin our friendship, we We wouldn't wouldn't have done done it it. for all the money. Like, because, you know, we are more like sisters and family. And so, 
it's just one of those things. No, I, that was never a question. Trust of, your gut, right? Trust your gut. And, and again, and it's like a, we know to stay in our own lanes yeah. and we know we know what each other's good at. And I know, and again, I've been in business long enough and so is she, like we know, like I know that she's going to pick quality stuff. And I know that whatever CG's going to do, CG's going to put 110% into and vice versa. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, it was just, like I said, it was a very yeah. low risk to it ruining our friendship. Yeah. So, no, I was not worried about that at all. And I have, I follow my gut in mm-hmm. every avenue of my life. And, like, I really just feel good about this. Me and too. It, it almost freaked me out because I don't have any, like, doubt. Yeah. But it's because we said, worst case scenario. Yeah, worst case. <laughs> and Michael England makes me do worst case scenario because I will freak out about stuff. And he's like, babe. Worst case scenario, this is what happens. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, Then, yeah. And so it's just, it is what it is. You know, so there's, like I said, no, that that was never a, never an option. No, I agree. Never an option. I I felt good about this from, from day one and I've been excited about it. Same. So, yeah, I think that pretty much takes care of the, you ask it, we tell it. Um, Moving forward, if you do have any questions, just email us at roommateshomedecor at gmail.com. We would be happy to help you in any way that we can or send you along to someone that may know the answer because we are not know-it-alls. Yes. We don't know the answer. Exactly. All right, guys. Thanks for sending in your questions. Thanks for listening, and we'll chat with you again soon. Thanks for joining us today. We'll chat with you again next week.